I am your host, Ed McKnight. I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we are going to be talking about what are the reasons that your mortgage might be declined or your mortgage application might be declined as a first home buyer. And this is particularly topical for Andrew and I because just last Friday we were recording, or, or last Friday the day we're recording, not, not necessarily when this comes out, um, we were recording a free online course that's going to help first home buyers um, figure out how they can get into the market. That's something we really care about. So we're going to be releasing an online course. And um, and so we have five reasons uh, why your, your mortgage application may be declined by a bank as a first home buyer. So we'll do one, one by one. Um, the first two are kind of obvious. I'll talk about the first one. And it is that if you don't have a high enough deposit. So um, we've talked previously that the LVR rules uh, typically require you to have a 20% deposit. Now, most first-home buyers will only need a 10% deposit or 5% deposit um, with the new Kiwi Build regulations coming in from uh, from the Labor government. Um, but that also depends on property type. So, for instance, if you're investing in or, or you're buying for yourself a an apartment or, or, or townhouse, uh, then the banks aren't as happy with giving one of the these high LVR loans, and that is typically because an apartment, for instance, doesn't go up in value as quickly as, as a house. So um, the amount of deposit you need does, does depend uh, and can change depending on the type of property you're going to buy. So that, that's the first one, not having enough deposit. What's the second one, Andrew? Servicing, which you're going to cover. Oh, am I? Yeah. I get number two as well. Um, so that's if... It, the banks from the modelling they've done, so when you when you put your mortgage application together, you put down uh, the expenses you regularly have, uh, you put down your income as well. Um, so if they don't believe that you can actually cover the cost of the mortgage, then they're not going to approve it. And the one thing I'll just mention as well is that you can add an additional income by things like using a flatmate or things, So, but they may not choose to, to kind of approve or count for that if they feel like that's not realistic. So for instance, if you're, you've got uh, three, three kids uh, and you, you're putting down that you're going to um, have two have, borders. Or yeah, have two borders. It's not going to going to be charging your kids. So uh, also the other thing to remember is that the banks use a much higher test rate than than the true interest rate is. So right now you can get a one year rate at three point five five. Most banks, after reducing their test rate, are still seven percent and or more, and they'll 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 work on you know a thirty year loan and everything like that. Um, the border income just as an interesting one, uh, often with a high LVR loan, so a, a low deposit, um, and so 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 a high loan to to value percentage, they might not even include border income at all, even if you're going to have one. So so that can really limit the amount that um, they'll look at. Um, and just one final thing there. So banks are being increasingly tough on looking what your actual expenses are. So whilst right now, while you're flatting and you're paying $100 a week, you might decide you want to go to the casino and you might go out to a few bars at the weekend and do all these kind of things. In the past, I think it's fair to assume that people are going to adjust their lifestyle to pay their mortgage. The banks disagree now. So they're going to look at what you're spending now. And if you can't afford your mortgage based on what you're spending now, you're probably going to find it really hard to get a mortgage. Um, and then now you get to hear from me. So some of the um, some of the things that the bank uh, might look at as well as your credit. So this is kind of the character piece. So they look at whether or not you've defaulted in the past. So 
even the smallest of thing now will, will result in your loan being declined. So say say you're a student and you had a Vodafone bill and, and you didn't pay it or, or you had a part share and a, and a power bill and you know, your flatmates did a runner and you decide not to pay your part and it ends up on your credit check as well. Um, the likelihood of you getting a mortgage diminishes drastically and so it's really important to keep your credit clean um, because it can have an impact for five to seven years. And... Um, uh, we, in, in our videos, we were talking about the fact that actually part of the scary part of this is not knowing. And so you can actually go to websites now where you can run your own credit check and they'll tell you what your credit score is and whether or not you've got any of these defaults. And if you do, um, then you can maybe take proactive steps like ring Vodafone and say, hey, look, this was a mix-up. If I pay it, can I have it removed? And, and sometimes you have to suck the save and pay the $300 that you all collectively owed, um, but that clears your credit potentially. Um, but at the very least, make sure that your debts are paid because if you go to the bank and you know, apply for a loan and you get a no, it's very hard to turn that into a yes afterwards. And then the next thing as well that you should look out for is what we call poor account conduct. So this is if you've got, um, if, if your bank accounts are going into unarranged overdraft with the bank, um, that, that's a negative sign because it shows that you can't really, you're, uh, you're not as good at managing your finances as perhaps you need to be. Um, or if, as well, if you've got um, automatic payments going out of your account that are then bouncing, because again, that shows that um, you're perhaps not being as diligent with your finances as, as they would like you to be. Because what they're trying to safeguard against is that you sign up to this mortgage. It's a it's a it's a big expense. It might be five hundred dollars a week or or five hundred fifty dollars a week, um, whether it's for yourself or collectively with a partner. And uh, they want to make sure that they're going to get paid, and that's why they're they're looking at these things. Um, though having said that, what if you are declined on? that basis, like poor account conduct, it can take about six months. They might say, go away for six months, you know, make sure that under the, you know, pay down your debt or make sure that you become a good payer and uh, then come back and they may approve it on that basis. Actually, just one thing I'll say to that is my advice here is actually not to go to a bank, to go to a broker, because if you go to a bank, they record that decline. And so when you go back in a few months' time, they still know that it's there. So if you go to a broker, hopefully um, you're using a, an experienced broker who's intelligent enough to have looked through your bank statements and said, hey, look, these are bad. You need to actually stop going overdrawn. You need to pay your debts on time. And, and they'll tell you to go clean that up before you go to a bank and get a decline. And that rolls into my next and final comment, which is sometimes you can only get a loan now with your bank. So this is the bank that your pay goes into and your savings with. Because if you're buying if you're getting a high LVR loan, often banks, because they've only got a limited number of, of applications that they can approve at higher LVR, they choose their existing clients, their loyal clients first. And so what we see often now is banks will say, okay, well, you know, if you're an existing client, we'll do a loan for you. If you're a new to bank client, we're not interested right now because we've we've maxed out our capacity. And so again, if you go into your bank and that bank says no, they know that you've had a decline because uh, six months ago your account conduct was poor. Um, if you go to a broker and they say you need to tidy these things up, the bank hasn't seen that and so you go in with a clean slate. So it's really important that you, you use a professional and you talk to them before you go running off to the bank and then finding that you're not uh, in an appropriate um, uh, uh, state to get a mortgage.
That's fantastic. So those are the five things that you should look out for, five reasons why your first home mortgage might be declined by a bank. Um, Now, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And hey, if you do want to learn more about property in person with Andrew and I, then do come along to one of our live seminars, which we're holding around the country in October 2019. Uh, And the first home buyer ones, actually, because we're doing property investment and first home buyer ones, we are going to cover this stuff. So these free property investment and first home buying seminars are in Auckland Christ. Church Wellington, and they're going to be in Queenstown too. So go to opespartners.co.nz, that's O-P-E-S-partners.co.nz, to register for your free ticket. Thank you for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I am your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with more insights, strategies and tactics to help you get the most out of the Kiwi property market. Until next time.